Well, God bless you. Welcome to the Wonderful Words of Life radio program. We have got a special, I have got a special session for you. Amen. And this session is going to deal with what God says about healing. Amen. God has a covenant of healing for you as a believer in Christ Jesus. So for the next 30 minutes, and I'm telling you that if there is sickness and disease in your body, if you're fighting symptoms, you may want to listen to this session over and over and over again. This is God's word concerning uh, healing. So let's pray. Father, we bless you and we praise you and we magnify your name. Father, Lord, we just ask the anointing that's upon your word to go into the heart of every one within the sound of this message and do a work, Lord. Do a work in all of us, Father God. Hallelujah. Not just in the speaker, but Lord, in the hearers too. And we give you thanks for that in Jesus' name. Praise God. So we're going to start in the Old Testament and we're going to begin with Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26, which says this, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. I want you to notice that diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Let me say that again. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, healeth thee comes from the Hebrew word rapha, and it's a primary root word, and it means to mend. And figuratively, it means to cure. And it's translated to cure, to heal, physician, to repair, to thoroughly make whole. Hallelujah. And this is the law of first mention. It's a truth revealed for the first time and repeated throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament and in the New Testament, they are linked together by the God who never changes. I am the Lord. I change not. What he said in the very beginning, he continues to say today. The noun form that comes from Rapha is Rophi. And when God calls himself Jehovah Rophi, he is calling himself our physician or our doctor. Praise God. So this is the covenant that God gives to his children. Now he gave it to the children of Israel in the Old Testament. And now we have acquired this same covenant uh, through the blessing of Abraham. We have a covenant of healing with our heavenly father. Now, he says... Once again, in Exodus chapter 15, beginning in verse 25. And he cried unto the Lord, this is Moses. And the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. And there he made for them a statue and an ordinance. And there he proved them and said, once again, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all of his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Notice that Jehovah proved his people. He tried them by causing them, number one, to exercise their faith. Hallelujah. When symptoms come on our body, just know automatically they're not of God. They're of this world. They're of the flesh. They're of the devil. 
But this proving is to exercise our faith, to put to work the laws of patience and obedience, and also to exercise the power of self-denial. Amen. To separate ourselves, amen, from the things that we're doing in the world and to concentrate and to devote ourselves to God and to his word. Amen. Now, this proving, the intent of it is to fit us for the kingdom of God, for his reign upon the earth. Hallelujah. So God calls this covenant, the covenant of healing, he calls it a statute. He calls it an ordinance. This means that this statute is to be observed by God's people. Amen. Praise God. Now, God did establish a healing covenant with his people. And the reason he did that is because of Adam's transgression. You see, sickness and disease came upon the human race through the fall. Amen. But now we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. See, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, he's given man a remedy for the results of sin, sickness, disease, poverty, and death. And he took upon himself to be our healer. Hallelujah. Now, I want to read to you some passages of Scripture uh, concerning this covenant that God has given us through the blessing of Abraham, this covenant of healing. Amen. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 17. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. Exodus chapter 50 and verse 2. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. Notice that. Notice that the word physicians now comes from the Greek, from the Hebrew word Jehovah Rapha. Second Kings chapter 20 and verse 5. Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee on the third day. Thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. Now, it's very interesting that this healing that took place of Hezekiah, Isaiah told him, Isaiah the prophet told him, amen. He told him, make a poultice of figs. See how God combines oftentimes the natural with the supernatural, and that makes an explosive force for God. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 30, verses 1 through 3. And I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought my soul from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all thine iniquities and who heals all of thy diseases. Hallelujah. Psalm 107, verses 19 and 20. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Isaiah chapter 53, 1 through 5. Now we're going to talk about this passage of scripture quite a few times. Who hath believed our report? 
and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. Isaiah chapter 53 is called the great redemptive chapter in the Bible. But notice now verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. The word griefs comes from the Hebrew word koli, and it's translated malady, anxiety, calamity. That's his definition and translated disease and grief and sickness. Amen. Now, in the Brown, Driver, and Briggs interlinear, it is translated sickness. Now, notice this. Of the 32 times Coley is used in the Old Testament, only four times is it translated grief. All 28 other times it is translated sickness, disease, sickness, or sicknesses. Now, the word translated sorrows in verse 4, it comes from the Hebrew word mechob, and it's, tra- and it's defined as anguish or affliction, and it's translated in the Bible as grief, pain, or sorrow. Amen. Pain from the Brown Driver's Briggs. Pain, physical pain, or mental pain. And of the 17 times this word is used in the Old Testament, it's translated twice, pain. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, coming over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 to 17. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. Notice that. He healed all that were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Notice how the Greek New Testament translates Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, as our infirmities and our sicknesses. But notice what Jesus did. On the cross, he took them. And if he took them, then we don't have to take them. All of our sin, all of our sickness, all of our disease, our poverty, second death, spiritual death, all of that Jesus took upon himself. He was made sin for us who knew no sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Praise God. He took our infirmities. He bare our sicknesses. So we don't have to take them. We don't have to bear them. Now, Dr. Young's translation of the scripture says this, Surely our sicknesses he has borne, and our pains he has carried them. And we have esteemed him plagued, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, the Old Testament scholar, Dr. Isaac Leeser, translates Isaiah 53-4 as this, But our diseases did he bear himself, and our pains 
he carried. Now, back to Isaiah 53, 4, once again. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, the Hebrew word born comes from the, uh, is the, the Hebrew word nasah, and it means to lift. It means to bear up. It means to carry. It means to take. It means to be born, to be carried, to be taken away, to be carried off, to be swept away. And this word carries for us the idea of the sins of Israel being transferred to the scapegoat and that scapegoat being borne away into the wilderness with our sins, with the sins of Israel. And what God did for Israel, he did for Jesus. Amen. Who is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world? Jesus bore and carried away our sin, our sickness, our disease, our poverty, and our spiritual death. Praise God. See how important faith in Christ is? Now, Psalm 103 and verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. How did he do that? Because Jesus became our sin substitute. He is the one that carried away our sin on the cross. Now, once again, Isaiah 53 and verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now, the word stripes is translated elsewhere in the Old Testament as bruise or bruises. Jesus was bruised for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our sickness and our disease. Now, this word, kabura, amen, hallelujah, is properly translated bound as with stripes or a whelp or a welt or a black and white mark and is translated in the Bible as blueness, as bruise, as hurt, as stripe or as wound. So the word translation for us means he is the one who has taken our sufferings upon himself. He bore them in our stead and he bore them away. He removed them. He took them away. He bared our load. Praise God. Exodus chapter 23 and verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. And I, notice God is speaking now, Jehovah God, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Now, the Hebrew word serve there is the same word used to describe a worship service. Amen. What the Levites did towards the tabernacle. And this implies worship. It also implies service and ministry. God's part is to take away our sickness and disease. Our part is to worship and to minister to him. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you know, upon you, but will lay them upon all them that hate you. So we see in this passage, amen, that it cooperates completely with Isaiah's prophecy concerning the one who is to come, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we also see how 
that Isaiah's prophecy in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, is properly translated in the New Testament as sickness and as disease. Jesus now himself has become, he became our substitute on the cross. Now over into the New Testament, Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Notice that Jesus took away our transgressions on the cross. And at the same time, he took away our sickness and our disease. First Peter chapter two and verse 24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So now Peter is translating Isaiah 53 verses four and five. In the same manner as Matthew does, Jesus bore our sins on the tree, which is the cross, and at the same time, Jesus bore our sickness and our disease. Amen. Now, the only surely in the redemption chapter prefaces his provision for our healing. There could be no stronger statement of our complete redemption from pain and sickness but by his atoning death. Now that came from F.F. Bosworth, who's one of the leading authorities on divine healing, amen, in this past century. Now Isaiah chapter 53 in verse 19. Notice Jehovah says through the prophet, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Praise God. Now, there's many people that say that they know God is able, but the question is, is he willing? Notice uh, once again, Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And what are his benefits? He forgives all our iniquities and he heals all of our diseases. So in Psalm 103, healing of diseases is put in the same classification as forgiveness of iniquities or of sins. So if it's God's will to forgive sin, then it has to be his will to heal our diseases. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17. For I will restore health to you and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, this is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. See, the world may reject you as a believer and may reject the church and they may have an abundant amount of excuses why they reject the church. But that does not change the word of God. God still says and holds to his covenant, and he says to you and to me, I will restore health to you, and I will heal you of your wounds. Ezekiel 
chapter 34, verses 2 through 4. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat, you clothe you with wool, you kill that are fed, that, but you feed not the flock. The diseased have you not strengthened, neither have you healed that which was sick, neither have you bound up that which was broken, neither have you brought again that which was driven away, neither have you sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. There is a place in the church where healing is taught, where it is believed and it is taught. Hallelujah. And if you're suffering today from sickness and disease, and if you're not getting from your pastor or shepherd a word, amen, of comfort and a word of faith that will bring healing to you, then go find somebody who is, praise God. Get under the spout where God's glory runs out. Because I'm telling you, God has sent his word and he has healed us, praise God. There is a healing word out there. We just need to get under that word. Now, Jehovah God said that he will heal our wounds. Notice this, Psalm 107, verses 19 and 20. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saves them out of their diseases. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Psalm 147, verses 1 through 3. Praise you the Lord, for it is God who to sing praises unto our, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and praises calmly. The Lord does build up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the broken in heart, and he binds up their wounds. Notice that. He heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. Have you been broken? Are your emotions in tatters and torn today? Amen. Hallelujah. Is there something that you need from God emotionally, inwardly? God has already provided. He heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. Isaiah chapter 57, verses 17 and 18. For the iniquity of his covetousness was I wroth and smote him. I hid me and was wroth, and he went on frowardly in the way of his heart. I have seen his ways, notice this, and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him. And to his mourners. See what repentance does. If there's things in our life that we have done, if there's things in our life that others have done to us and have wounded us, and yet we're not forgiving them, we're hold that against them. If we will repent, God, we'll get back into God's healing stream. And what Jesus said, what the word of God says in verse 18 through the prophet Isaiah, I have seen his ways of repentance and forgiveness and will heal him. Healing will come to us. Amen. Praise God. Now, notice what Jesus said over in the New Testament. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. 
But if ye do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. So take a moment right now. If there's somebody that you have ought against, and this may be buried deep, and you may have forgotten about it, amen, just rely upon the Holy Spirit to bring it up, to reveal it to you. And when he does, just forgive that person and do it as an act of faith. And then pray, Lord, heal this wound. And he will, praise God. Notice the words, but I have healed thee and you are free. Let that be your mantra today. Let that be your confession. Excuse me. Let that be your confession today. The Lord has healed me and now I am free. Once again, Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17. For I will restore health unto thee and I will heal thee of thy wounds. Jeremiah 33 verse 6. Behold. I will bring it health and wholeness and cure and medicine, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Not only will God heal inner wounds, he will heal lands or nations. Notice this one favorite verse of scripture, second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Notice that. <clears throat> Five things here. Actually, four things that God says. If we will humble ourselves, if we will pray, if we will seek his face, and if we will turn from our wicked ways, God then says this, I will hear their prayers, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Notice now 2 Chronicles chapter 30, verses 16 through 20. And they stood in their place after their manner. According to the law of Moses, the man of God, the priest sprinkled the blood which they received of the hand of the Levites. For there were many in the congregation that were not sanctified. Therefore, the Levites had the charge of the killing of the Passover for everyone that was not clean to sanctify them unto the Lord. For a multitude of the people, even many of Ephraim and Manasseh and Issachar and Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves. Yet did they eat the Passover otherwise than it was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, the good Lord pardon every one of them that prepared his heart to seek God, the Lord God of his fathers, though he be not cleansed according to the purification of the sanctuary. Now listen to this. And the Lord hearkened unto Hezekiah and healed the people. Listen, you don't have to be perfect. What you do have to be is forgiven. Pray now. Amen. If there's something that is standing between you and your healing and health, Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. And when you do, confess it. Amen. God is God of mercies and compassions. His mercies are new every morning. And he will deal that to, and he will do that. He will heal you. Amen. Now, I've got much, much more information here, but uh, our time is almost gone. I, I want to pray for you. You within the sound of this broadcast, you're suffering today. There's wounds inwardly and outwardly. There's healing that seems to escape you. I want to pray right now for you. Father, 
in the name of Jesus. I ask you right now, look upon everyone within the sound of my voice, everyone that is listening to this broadcast. And Father God, as they lift up their voice to you and as they open up their heart to you, hallelujah, and ask for forgiveness. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to spread forth your healing wings now in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, heal them and set them free. For Father, you are our healer and you are our praise and we magnify and glorify you. Praise God. In Jesus name we pray. Now, if you've prayed that prayer, just receive that by faith. Receive your healing by faith. Walk in it. Listen to this uh, program again. Listen to it again and again. Get the word down on the inside of you. Hallelujah. And let health and healing spring up from your heart. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you were to die today, that you would be prepared for heaven? If you're not sure, then I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Father God, I come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ. I repent and ask you to forgive me of my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I surrender my heart and life to you. By faith, I believe I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and I thank you for receiving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer and desire to know more about the gift of Christ that the Heavenly Father offers you, then email us at rbtc86 at gmail.com. We will be glad to answer your questions promptly and provide you at your request with materials that will help you to grow in your faith in the Lord Jesus. This is Patsy Dunning. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. And let me remind you to tune in to this station at the same time next week to hear more of the wonderful words of life. God bless you and remember what Jesus said. It is the Spirit who gives life.